0: Hey there, Leadheads. This is Lefty. Just wanted to give you an introduction to this week's episode. I put together a tribute to James Yeager, our good friend at Tactical Response. As many of you probably know or have heard, Yeager passed away. He had ALS. He was battling ALS for the past few years. So I wanted to put a tribute together for him in remembrance of Yeager and uh, the times that he has been on the show. James was a... uh, a really good dude and, you know, his persona on the social medias and the YouTube and, you know, sometimes out in public, you know, he had that rough, rugged, um, persona, you know, and that's what it was. It, it was, it was part of his shtick. And, uh, you know, that's what, that's what made him popular. But those who really knew him knew what a great guy, what a super friend that he was always there for you, anything you needed, you could always count on James giving you, you know, the the straightforward on on anything, and uh, really appreciated that about him, and I really appreciated the opportunity to have him on the show. You know, when we first met him, it was back uh, when we first started the show back in 2013, and it was during the the video that he did. You know, I use the finger quotes on that. And uh, most of you know what I'm talking about, but if you don't, you you can listen to the episode, and uh, we explain it there. But uh, he was generous enough to come on our show, kind of give us an exclusive on the Talking Lead podcast, and just talk about the reasoning behind that video, and uh, it was a really good episode. But I've gone through the years, and I've grabbed some clips from the podcast that we did with James that he had been on, and kind of put them together here in this to give you uh, a little sample. But if you want to go listen to the full episodes, you can. They're out there. You can go to uh, our website, TalkingLead.com. They're there. Uh, And then on your podcast apps, most of them should archive back, you know, even to uh, that episode 16 there. So I hope you guys enjoy this. And, uh, again, it is in remembrance of our good friend James Yeager, a warrior until the end. Rest easy, buddy. Till Valhalla.
1: Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode sixteen. We're finally back at the Talking Lead studio. How's it going, Left Hand? It's going good, man. Recovering from the beauty contest. Mm-hmm. I know that was a heck of an was a ordeal, a wasn't it? It was fun though. We we had an AR fifteen beauty contest. If y'all hadn't listened to that yet, I had the winner artisan Tony with his Woody AR. The Woody. <laughs> it's <was>
0: pretty cool. <laughs>
1: It was yeah.
2: an AR with wood.
0: He's got, he's got. A, dude, have you seen
2: it? Yeah, I've
1: seen.
0: telling you about pictures. Yeah, it? yeah, it's pretty awesome. Very, very cool. It's just unique. He had a, he had a cool, unique factor to it. So, so what all did you do uh, gun-wise this week? Stymied again, man. I mean, I've just been covered up with my my real job, and other than online shopping and looking around, and can, uh,
1: this this needs to become our real job.
2: I, I assure you that uh, <laughs> you need to get away from those real jobs.
0: <laughs> I did make some rounds today to some, some shops just to kind of see what's around and what's in stock. Finally found some 380 ammo. I picked it up at, uh, where was it? <laughs> Academy, that's where it was. Gotcha. They had quite a bit, Academy in Franklin there had uh, quite a bit of 380 in. Uh, but of course, they only limit you to one box. So, uh, one box at a time, that's how I'm going to stock up. Nice. Time how how I'm trying to stock up for this man's classes. <laughs> one box at a time. <laughs> That's why we had to skip the first one. Yeah. We'll get into that a little bit later. What about you? What did you get into this week? I have
1: been shotgun hunting. Got a birthday coming. Shotgun. up Shotgun. Birthday coming up tomorrow, actually. And really, uh, I'm, I'm I'm harping on. Hey, this is the one I like. This is uh, the one I'm going to try to get. Your birthday coming up? Yeah, we won't tell anybody though. I'm turning uh, 27. Whatever. <laughs> Thirty seven. Yes. Really fun. But yeah, um I'm looking you at me it. I'm looking at the Benelli Vinci right now. That thing is nice. What do you really want for nice. Hunting? Competition. Oh, Hunting? Okay. Yeah, I want like I said, I wanted to get into the three gun competition. So I'm looking at that one. And then I thought, well, you know, for that amount, I can get the Remington semi auto and get a deer rifle and get another
2: Glock. <laughs>
0: It's all in what your priorities are. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs>
2: yeah, whenever somebody says a gun, though, I don't know what it is. I just assume it's a hunting gun. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: talking about if you throw it in that category? <laughs> no, no, no. It's hunting gun. So it's a Benelli what? Vinci. There's a Benelli Super Vinci.
1: Vinci and a Vinci. There's not a whole lot of difference, but the Super Vinci could shoot 3.5 to where the Vinci is just 3. And I'm not going to be doing any goose hunting, so probably just stick with the Vinci.
0: Is that what they use in the
1: competitions, too? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to use 3.5 in competition. Okay. No, I know Remember they limit 5. you in depends on what competition it is too if you don't recognize the other voice (coughs) that we have here we have a gentleman here with us uh james yeager How's it going,
2: James? Great, man. Thanks for, thanks for having you me. You to call you James or Jaeger. Uh, everybody, I don't know. People migrate one way or the other. My wife, it's it, my wife calls me Jaeger, so people are kind of weirded out by that. But I, <laughs> I don't really
0: care. <laughs> I think she was with you at that uh, thing in uh, uh, the rally. The rally that we went. To when she was calling. I thought she was just one of your groupies. Uh, well, my my groupies <laughs> are
2: usually fifty year old fat dudes or fourteen year old Filipino <laughs> chicks. Uh, they're usually not any attractive ladies that uh, <laughs> that want to get their picture. With me. So we we see see the attractive lady with you,
1: it's your wife. What's that? When we see the attractive lady with you, it's your wife. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Absolutely. Or I'm in trouble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or we need to keep our mouth shut, right? (laughs) So, what'd you do with guns this week? man uh probably a lot
2: well i mean it's 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 what i do you know um it's uh you know I, I gosh i help people design stuff i help people prototype stuff you know this week um nothing particularly exciting i got some new holsters in from uh from uh de la Rosa, a guy in clarksville that uh, he was actually at the rally too uh that that, that david de la Rosa makes uh, some holsters and uh, got got some stuff for uh, m&p from him and playing with it and some other stuff and and you know, we just moved into our new building, so I'm still unpacking stuff, and you know, it's just been busy the last couple of weeks.
1: Did I just hear you say got some for an M M P? Yeah, that not a Glock 19.
2: No, not a Glock 19. Really? <laughs> and I, I know that freaks people out, but when people give me guns, I tend to take them. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and Smith & Wesson sent me this m which It's got, from the factory, two barrels. One's threaded for a suppressor. And, and uh, you know, I got my little shield. I don't know if it, any folks watch my YouTube stuff, but I got that little shield now with nearly 10,000 rounds through it. And, I mean, it's just running like a champ. But I'm just glad that there's finally an American-made pistol that I can tell people they can buy and trust their life to. Nice. And when when Smith and Wesson makes a Glock nineteen size pistol, then then I then I will I will not be a Glock guy. Convert.
0: Anymore. Cool. Smith and Wesson, if you heard that? <laughs>
2: oh, oh, trust me. They they've heard it from me. <laughs> oh, I'm sure
0: they heard from a lot of people. Obviously, the demand is there for
2: a gun like well, that. Well, I mean, Glock 19 so. is the most popular handgun in the world because of its size. So, you know, I say it all the time. You know, small enough to carry, big enough to fight with, and. Uh, and if Smith can get something into that niche, I'm telling you, the Glock's days are numbered.
0: Something out of the ordinary, other than you know, you switching to the Smith and Wesson, uh, you, you're opening up a new shop. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we just moved. We didn't. It's you know, it's a it's a new 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 place,
2: new location. It's our uh, yeah, it's our fourth fourth location uh, in in since we've been in business in '96, and um, it's a huge like old industrial building. It was like a supply plumbing supply and building supply. It's a huge building and and, of course, on the on the business office side where we got a retail shop and our classroom and offices and stuff like that. But we have a huge area that we're building a force-on-force um, force training center in, uh, putting up walls and facades and all kinds of stuff and uh, getting it ready to go. It's going uh, to be really exciting. What's the force-on-force force training? Basically, force-on-force force is where we use real guns that are modified to only fire a paint marking round and i use the the force on force round from that made by atk or federal ammunition if you you can go to forceonforce.com to see the round but people typically they they say sims training or simmunition training that's potentially dangerous and what i mean by that if you just take a box that says simunition and jam it into a magazine and start shooting at your buddies they also make lethal rounds so if you're going to talk Mm. about if you're gonna talk about simunitions, the, the paint marking round is called the FX round, the simunition FX round. So I just wanna for anybody out there listening, I just so it's, understand. It's
0: completely different than simunition.
2: Well, yeah. no, Simunition is the company FX is the exact round. It's kind of like okay. you know, the federal makes this five five six round and federal also makes this other five right. five six round. It's it's like
0: that. It's just okay. it's it's one of their So products. this is like their lipstick round.
2: Right. And and I use the 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 federal uh, version of that, which I think is is superior, and uh, and that's what we use in uh, pistols and rifles.
0: So it, it's the exact same round. You use it in your your Glock. Your, no, no, no. It takes it, it's a.
2: We have you Glock, a special gun. Yeah, Glock 17Ts. They're the blue Glocks. If you ever seen the pictures okay. of the blue Glocks, and they only fire the uh, training rounds. They they will not fire live ammunition.
1: So you don't have to worry about anybody mixing it up. Well, and-
2: well, you don't. Well, you still have, <laughs> you know, people coming in that still have a live gun on you have to be constantly right. aware of it you, you hear that all the time with police departments and typically somebody gets shot right after lunch so they do the pat down in the morning and everybody's clear they go to lunch everybody puts their heaters back on goes to lunch comes back and now down again but they don't do the pat down again mm-hmm. and then somebody shoots somebody and it happens pretty frequently and we just yeah. never want that to happen <laughs> we'll be honest
1: with you agar well i will Left Hand and I had a little back and forth with this. Uh, back when you had that little video that a lot of people heard about, you know, we may not go into detail, but it was a little controversial.
0: Oh, yeah. Got, got <laughs> Stirred a few pots. <laughs> and, you know? <laughs> you know, uh, basically. And that's not a bad thing. I, you know, you know, I, don't, I don't think I was, it's a bad thing.
1: It was one of those things where when it happened, we were we'd already scheduled an interview with you and we're... I was kind of like, oh my god, you got to be kidding <laughs> He's me! He's going to prison well, now. We're yeah, like, okay, it, we can we can reschedule him. Yeah, it was just kind of like, ah, oh, <laughs> we got to get somebody right. to fill his spot. What is this garbage? And then <laughs> it got heated and more heated, and then all of a sudden they they took your the state the state did it right. They took uh-huh. your handgun carry permit away. You know, then we had to cancel the interview, and for honestly, for a minute there, I was like, whew. <laughs> we we dodged that bullet. And then you know, well, come on now, I you mean, know, left hand.
0: Right. Yeah, but then we met you. We met you at one of the Second Amendment rallies. I mean, but um, did he say anything that none of us weren't thinking? <laughs> Seriously, Here, here's this the thing. is going to go on the internet. Here, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's I mean, the thing. People people, people have improper thoughts all the time. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that what he said was proper. <laughs> so, so basically, what, it's what not I wanna, what anybody else wasn't thinking, you my know, big question, in a, in a roundabout way. My big question was. What
2: the hell were you thinking? Here's the thing: a lot of a lot of people that didn't like what I had to say told me I needed to calm down, and uh, and gun guys will appreciate this. If you if you if you're not, if you're a gun guy, you've seen the movie Boondock Saints. Oh yeah, and you may remember the, the two. <laughs> You might remember the scene where Rocco from one goes into the diner and kills those guys, and he comes back to the apartment. He's all freaking out. And He's we gotta get out of here and all that stuff. And they were telling him to calm down. He, says, the cat. He, he 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 said he said, "They said, you need to calm down, Rocco." And he said, "You need to start getting effing excited." And that's how I feel about it. Yeah, uh, I think I think it's time. I think it's time for us to yell. Maybe not right. say the things I said, but I think it's time for us to be mad. I right. think it's time for us to yell, and I think it's time to get excited. So was it, it, one, of, is.
1: Was it one of those moments where the brain, to mouth filter just kind of went? Well, well, there's no doubt
0: it was emotion. It's you know? it's, it's like it was this. emotion. It, it was it, a knee jerk yeah,
2: reaction. I, I was I was really really mad. And, um, and certainly, you know, if I could do it all over again, you know, I might, I might change what I said, but the thing is the, the unintended consequence from that video was I got floods of emails and letters, letters, like on paper letters from high school and college kids saying they played your video in our constitutional law class. And we've talked about it for four days. So I believe that and that, that video is played all over the world, you know, on, on a lot of news agencies. And I believe it sparked a discussion in this country. Even though it was a very negative video, it sparked a discussion in this country. I mean, people were talking about it in diners and, and saying, okay, what are we going to do? What is
0: going to happen? Well, obviously, and, you're talking about it in schools as, as well. So yeah. I mean, I, so it, it got the it got a message out there that... Or at least it's a big the discussion. People have discussion, been trying, you know? trying to avoid, but, you know, by you, it, whether it was intentional or unintentional or I'm sure it was inadvertent, like you said, if you had to do it over again, you'd probably do it a little differently. But it, you know, it got people thinking. Right. Talking. You know? And talking. Right. And when people start thinking, then they start talking, you know, and that's how things get. Resolved. What's probably the biggest thing you've taken from this experience?
2: I have a First Amendment right to say whatever I want. I just need to watch my mouth.
0: Of course, you know it's been a while since I've seen the video, but from from what I recall, it was the the way that you worded. You know, if somebody comes after your guns, tries to, um, well, I was. I'm say impede on your second amendment right, then you would protect yourself and, and your rights and you would kill them. You would shoot them. Right. You know, you you weren't directing it at any one. You're not saying I'm gonna go out and shoot and kill this you know, individual and, and there was this, also individual, this, this also individual or these people. There it's was like if they come and they invade my territory. Then I, I have a right to defend myself. There was also a prefix. If it goes any further, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't care if people agree with it. But me again, or not. You know, it's the First Amendment right.
2: You know, you well, have a right now, as long as it's not. No, not, not, not I, at no point in time. Did I stand behind the First Amendment? At no point in time did I say it was my right to say that. Never, because I understand that I did run into a theater and I did yell fire. So not not once have I ever stood behind the First Amendment. I I realize what I did.
0: At the same time, you know, you look at these these gun grabbers and these liberals. They're hypocritical because any time that anything said along these lines, that's not you know in their realm, then they're bashing, they're name calling. I mean, if you look at the Piers Morgan video, the one that said this will be the the end of Piers Morgan, mm-hmm. you know what does he say with his microphone? He goes, you know, I wish that you know I'd, I'd replace all the microphones with. Oh, no, uh, with M replace the, yeah. the buzzers with M sixteen, and Jeez. shoot all of them and kill all of them, mow them all down. Yeah, did, right. did any did anything come of that? Did they go try to revoke his press pass? You know, because he said that. <laughs> right. No, they didn't. You know, so it's it's a double standard that they've got. Uh, you the know, it's it. ridiculous.
2: I think I I think I'm just scary, and that's why they took it seriously.
0: It's the goatee, man. <laughs> it's the goatee. <laughs> it's the hats. goatee. Yeah. <laughs> See, if you had hair, mm-hmm. clean shaven, and no like tats, a, like a mullet, be like, oh, like he's
2: like Piers Morgan. <laughs>
0: and you and I'm sure that had a lot to do with it also is you had this scary you know I'm pulling up the quotes here the scary appearance, but
2: I, I think mean, it's funny too because i have the last couple of years two times I've been picked for strong arm robberies <laughs> Are you serious? yeah like like uh last uh last year coming out of the n r a convention, a guy tried to mug me. <laughs> I'm, like they
0: picked you. They, right. they picked you out of a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> they said that guy. I just, I'm like, I don't know what I'm Apparently doing. Apparently, they wanted to test themselves. Got, That's what it was. I, know, I, I think they were looking for easy targets. I
2: think. Uh, and my wife, you, you know, she, I'm, I'm a magnet for bad things. And, and and my wife's been with me, you know, for for twenty something years. And so she understands it. So now when stuff like that happens, she just it doesn't even phase her. It's like, why does this stuff keep happening? She used to say all the time. Now she's just like, whatever.
1: Yeah. You know, I'll say this too. Through all that, the the chaos that ensued afterwards, you know, we met you at the Second Amendment rally and we've got close friends that know you and that are close friends with you also. And they've told us, you know, he's a humble guy. He's a nice guy. He just, you know, said the wrong thing and he knows he said the wrong (laughs) thing. And when we met
0: you, I was like, you know what? He really is He's a nice guy. It's not even yeah. that you said it. It's you recorded it and put it on YouTube. <laughs> right. right. Like press, <laughs> yeah, I press, publish. Publish record. And yeah, yeah I don't think I
2: said anything <laughs> wrong. I said,
0: I just think I said it the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. You, you posted it to the wrong place. Uh, but even then, I mean, I, it's obvious you you know, you know, knew that you shouldn't have done it because you tried to retract it. Right. And then all these jack wagons, that bootleg and, you know, mm-hmm. repost stuff. Yeah, because you, you know, that edited out it. But yeah. yeah. it already goes.
2: Within, but, like... Forty minutes. Wow! You know, like, and somebody
0: already snagged it. Right. Well, I mean, that's you can expect that. What do you think the best thing for you that has
2: come out of that? The best thing is uh, I've become a pariah. I am hated now by the left and the right, and that's, <laughs> that's why. And that's why I like being. <laughs> You're an outcast. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, um, I. I, I, I I really, I, I'm one of those people that I really and truly don't care if people like me, mm-hmm. and um, and if that video, I see, I call that video a friend defining opportunity because I found out who my friends were. They're 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 instructors like you know like like uh, Pinkus and Marty Hayes and, and guys like that 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 said, hey, you know maybe I wouldn't have said it that way, but I'm st- sticking by my friend. And then I, there are other trainers who I won't name that 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 abandoned me, mm-hmm. and so. And so, I I mean, I think it was... I mean, I really appreciate that. Now I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) It does take
1: situations like this to make your friends either come out of the woodwork or go crawling back into the hole. Well,
0: you know for a fact that we didn't... Abandoning you because of that because we kept trying to get you right to oh no get no, no, no yeah, it, it, it even, was even after that guys so.
2: it was it was just such a chaotic time for me i mean i, I wish i could have been here sooner but i'm glad i'm here well, we, now, under, we understood what was going on today. right
1: there's people out there that are, are hearing you on the show and they're thinking I can't believe they brought James Jagger on the show. No, he's part of the team. He's pro-Second Amendment. He's pro-gun. You may not agree with everything he says or has
2: said, but you need to embrace every single person that's in this battle with us. Well, if we look at the last revolution, the guy that kept standing up going, you know who else we need to kill was uh, Samuel Adams. They couldn't shut that guy up. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and he ended up making awesome beer.
2: <laughs> and then there, and if I drank, I would drink his beer. But, uh, but you know, um, there has to be, you know, everybody's like, you got to stay quiet. You know, um, I, I disagree. I mean, what if Paul Revere would have stayed quiet? Um, sure. I, be- I believe that people need to say stuff. Maybe not like I said it, but, but we have to talk, we have to communicate, and we have to, we have to share ideas and, and, uh, and messages. And, and, and the only way you can do that is by talking. Most definitely. Now for the fun stuff. <laughs> so the ba- first basic question, how'd you get into guns? You know, grew up in rural Tennessee. I get asked this a lot. I don't remember the first time I shot a gun. It was such an early thing for me. I, I don't remember the first time. But now,
0: did Your granddad didn't come to you as a baby and put your finger on <laughs> <laughs> Wait till
2: I release that video.
0: Oh, yeah. uh,
2: but um, I... Uh, I remember my grandfather was one of those guys that could just shoot, uh, you know, lighting match heads with a twenty two rifle. You know, I, I, that's, and that's and that's the watermark I had to meet. <laughs> but, uh,
0: but yeah, that's low expectations, right?
2: <laughs> right, but, uh, but yeah, um, that that's I don't remember the first time or the first gun or anything like that. What was the okay. first gun that you,
0: as an adult,
2: purchased? Oh, that's an easy one: Ruger P85 Mark II uh this was in about oh, i was uh, 1988 and um, I was like, I want to buy a handgun, a center fire handgun. I had 22s. So I want to buy a center fire handgun. I'm an adult now. What should I get? There wasn't the internet at that time. So I went to a, a, a magazine stand. I bought a gun magazine on the cover, greatest gun ever made, Ruger P85 Mark II. <laughs> promptly bought one. I didn't realize that every month there was another. There's a new featured new, gun. <laughs> but what's funny is I still have that gun. I, I started shooting IPSC with that gun. And I got up to B class and IPSC with that Ruger P85. People go, You did not. But yes, I got up to B class and sweet and, and i psc with it but i still have it it still works
0: it would be awesome if you still have that magazine too y- you know that what would that, be would be be <laughs> uh, that would be
2: great <laughs>
0: we won't tell them that uh
1: my first gun i don't i didn't <laughs> my first gun was a Lorsen 380
2: <laughs> that's okay It's
0: okay yeah party that's Marty's.
1: that's party marty's yeah the
2: second question any law enforcement and military experience well uh i was a cop uh for 10 years um Started in nineteen ninety two, from ninety two to ninety six, I worked undercover, and I was already shooting, like I said, IPSC and stuff. Then, and it's funny because people ask me, like, hey, when did you meet your wife? or Whatever. I go, oh, I met her when I was working undercover, and then I just keep talking about <laughs> something else. <laughs> it wasn't on the job, but I, I just let people's imagination kind of wander yeah. with that. <laughs> but it, but anyway, um, so um, I was already a shooter, and so when I became a cop, I could take all these cop classes, SWAT schools and all these shooting schools and stuff like that. And uh, so I just kept training, and then I did that for years, four years. And then in 96, I got out of doing undercover work and went in patrol. That's when I started teaching carry permits, and that was the beginning of tattoo response. Oh, wow. And so I did SWAT, SWAT team leader and all that stuff, and I I, I police till 2002. And then uh, as far as military, no military, um, quasi Military. I was a security contractor in Iraq, 2004 to 2005, protecting the eight Iraqi election commissioners before, during and just after the election in Iraq. And that was a really historic uh, thing to be a part of. And I don't know how that's all that mess is going to turn out over there, but I was glad to be a part of it. Uh, uh, that, that first election.
1: Now you were police chief at one point,
2: right? Yeah, police chief from Big Sandy. I was a deputy later on. Um, yeah, I was a police chief for about eight minutes probably. I, I, I didn't realize that people didn't really want police. <laughs> they just wanted to be seen and not heard.
0: What about uh, <laughs> uh, contractor work? You still do any of that?
2: Um, nothing, nothing in Iraq. I do get offers um, in Central and South America uh, from time to time, actually, Got one this afternoon to go down to uh, a place south of the border and uh, get proof of life on a kidnapped uh, kidnapped American. Oh, wow. Um, so I don't know if I'll be able to do that or not. But, yeah, I, I still entertain the idea.
0: And can I go with you on your next mission? That's fine with me.
3: <laughs> you got a passport? <laughs> take,
2: take <your> first. <laughs> you'll, yeah. need, you'll need a pa- El Passporto.
0: Bill pass well, That's
1: easy to get, right? Yeah, you train contractors too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We
2: that, that's some of our most popular classes, is the, the contractor training classes. And it's funny about about a third of the guys are current or uh, police or military that are looking to retire and go into contracting about a third of them are former police and military that are current contractors but maybe they're home on leave or they're between contracts and want to stay sharp and about a third of them are civilians that never want to contract but they see the classes and they look like fun and they've mm-hmm. done it they've done everything else right and so they come adrenaline junkies it. yeah well i mean you know like you, you train and train and train and You know, like what's the next high? You know, I don't know anybody
1: that would want to do that. I don't know anybody. I don't know any two people that are sitting in this room.
0: (laughs) 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 Well,
2: it's a date. Whenever you guys get ready. Yeah, well, we're coming I think, to the. Uh, we got it booked already. The, we
1: got fighting pistol
2: booked.
0: You yeah. got to take that one first. We right?
2: don't. We don't actually set anything on fire or blow anything up in fighting pistol. No, I got
0: gotcha. you. So we tone that down. That's your starting level. That'll be yeah. a good acclamation for us, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you were going to say, "Hey, I want to take one class from you. What should it be?" I'm never going to take another class. I'd say fighting pistol.
1: Another question we ask of every guest: music. Music video,
2: movie pop culture. Okay, um video. Best game, best video f- ever made and I will fight anybody that disagrees with me is Beastie Boys Sabotage. I will I, <laughs> will, I, will, on, I, will, right? I will I will fist fight anybody. Counts. Right now. Yeah. It's it's uh, one of my favorite groups. I love the Beastie Boys. I like uh, I like rock and rap. Uh, you know, I'm a child of the eighties and uh and um I mean everything. Soundgarden and I mean
1: it, I'm a metalhead. Oh yeah, I'm like I, he- the heavier the better. No, nah, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't do
2: so much that. I mean, I mean, I listen to some heavy metal. I'm a big, big ac fan and stuff like that. But uh, I listen to uh, a lot of pop music. I listen to some rap. I listen to rock. I mean, uh, pretty much anything but country. There's some good country music. No, the country music died a horrible death the day that Garth Brooks released his first album. <laughs> it's funny because the best the best country song in 20 years was by uh, Aaron Lewis, <laughs> "Country Boy" by Aaron Lewis, and he's a rock and roll guy. Oh yeah, from
1: Stained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I know that one because it's Stained. All
2: <laughs> right. So what about some, what he's... about movies? Everything. I am a. I'm a movie nut. Um, me, my my wife and I go to the movies a lot. We we really enjoy that. And uh,
0: and uh, what's what, your what's your favorite go to movie? It has okay. guns in it. It's got be, 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 better gun. than it that. It don't have to involve. No guns. No, 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 yeah, no 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 no, no 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 now. no.
2: Listen. <laughs> better than that. My wife and my Christmas movie mm-hmm. is Die Hard.
4: There like you watch, go. We yeah. watch
2: it every Christmas. You know, it is. But think it's about how many movie. action. But think about how many action movies happen at Christmas. Die Hard One and Two, uh, Lethal Weapon, Happens at Christmas, yeah. Long Kiss Goodnight. That's a sleeper that a lot, a lot of people haven't seen. With Gina Davis, great oh, movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've um, seen that. One. But there's a Samuel lot of L. Jackson. Yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of a lot, lot of Christmas action movies that people don't think about. But, Reindeer yeah, Games is yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah. is all right. But, but we that, we watch those every every year. You know, but. Uh, um, what was the question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> your favorite, you answered it.
2: Favorite movie
0: with guns. Okay, go ahead and give us your favorite one. Which, uh, which man, one? that's uh, – I don't know. You get um, into the old westerns? Prob-
2: yeah, I like a, I like a lot of the old westerns. You know, um, probably my favorite movie, period, is Seven Samurai, a Kurosawa movie. And if you haven't seen uh, Seven Samurai, good. you got to see it. But The Magnificent Seven was the cowboy yeah, based version. Based off of it. And so, I, so I, it's my favorite western. Yul Brynner? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So it's my you kind of look like you'll. <laughs> well, <laughs> I look like every other bald white dude <laughs> with the tattoos. All right, so I gotta ask because uh, a, a lot of our listeners are into The Walking Dead. Yeah, you, you get into that? Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. Me and my wife are, are, are addicts and. Uh, and uh, we we really enjoy that. Show. Did
0: you see the, Did you see the season I've finale? I've seen them all. All right, so give me your take on the season finale. Let's, um, let's hear what your take. That's is where on. Uh, Merle is
2: uh, yeah. zombified. Okay. Exactly. Meryl, um, Meryl has to no. that's the, the one before it. Wait a minute. Second what to last it? one. Yeah, because Merle gets killed. Oh at yeah, the, the second attack. Last the attack. One. Was oh the yeah, last yeah, one. yeah. That's yeah. right. The yeah. attack was the last one. That's right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I thought they were leaving the compound, and so that that surprise attack. Uh-huh. Uh, on the uh, the opposers there. Um, was... Weren't
0: you a little let down, though, in the... Because, I mean, they're building up to, like, this huge battle, you know? Right. And, it was, eh. and then right. it's just kind of like... Poof. Right,
2: yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the way I felt.
1: Well, since we're on movies, we were going to review Zero Dark Thirty. Did you watch it? I did. Yeah. I did. It was painful. ah oh, man, I enjoyed it. It was I painful. liked the whole time, because the story came out before the movie, mm-hmm. and you knew the story, it was kind of like, okay, all right. Okay, when do they get into the house? When do they get the into the house? I thought it was very
0: interesting, you know, everything that led up to it. Mm-hmm. But it was just because you know I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking zero 0.30 thirty. I'm thinking this big raid on Osama, and mm-hmm. you know I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of action throughout the whole movie. You know, well. so at each turn I'm like waiting for something to happen, and you know how you get that adrenaline high, and then when you come down off of it, you're just like. Well, like whew, it was it was
2: very realistic though especially out. when uh, the the seals and the chick meet for the first time and she says I didn't even want you guys with your your gear and your velcro and your dip. <laughs> I like <that. laughs> I like the
0: chick man. I mean she's a little spitfire and if that was the way the real chick was uh, I'm sure. then I mean she's my, she's like one of my favorite people but yeah. I don't know, it was just it wasn't what I was expecting. I, I told folks I
2: said if you're looking for an action movie, don't go. I right. said it's it's a suspenseful suspenseful movie leading up to the, the, the final scenes, but I said if if you're looking for, you know, some, some shoot 'em up, it's not, it's not it.
1: Or fast forward yeah. to the last fifteen minutes.
0: <laughs> so that was from our very first interview with James Yeager. That was uh, episode 16, all the way back to May 2013. So you guys can go to our website and listen to that full episode. It's a really good episode. The one coming up that you're getting ready to hear now, this is a clip that I took from uh, we were actually in the team room. If you've ever been to Tactical Response, taking a class, and you got to stay in the team room, we were actually down in the team room doing this interview, and it is Fight Strong, Live Strong our interview with Matt Reynolds. We took the Fight Strong class there at Tactical Response. This was back in January of 2017, and uh, this is episode 183, if you want to catch this full episode.
5: And so the building was nice. It was a, you know, a new, super nice building, super clean, great service. And so I got into that, and, and my coaching kind of prowess continued to grow because of the accolades we received from being one of the largest gyms in the country. So sold, right. sold that gym uh, in December of last year and started full-time online. Coachings. I've been doing online coaching since the late 90s. Started doing that, and that grew. Um, so, we, yeah, we just traded out Mookie for, for Jaeger. <laughs> yeah. Mookie just you. gave you his, a gave his seat up for Jaeger. <laughs> traded out one celebrity for another. I
2: don't want to do it. my hands.
5: <laughs> just <laughs> hold it's, them it's up like right It's okay. This. It's radio. You, you <laughs> know, No, are we we on, on, we're, we're on Facebook, Facebook live. live. Actually, we're live right we're there. live the on hey,
0: Facebook the here, the too. Live everybody. So, hey, hey. Studio the gun crowd. Word. <laughs>
5: Yep. So, uh, started. started so you teaching, sold that. What am I drinking? Sold that, and I started uh, <laughs> the Big Dot whiskey or the San Pellegrino Long from hair. from Mookie. So, bubbly water. So, yeah, I, I sold that in uh, the December of last year, and uh, at the same time, while all the business stuff was going on, I, I was I started to grow a seminar business. So, I I did seminars since 2000, early 2010, mm-hmm. and starting strength, and that's where I met Jaeger. Um, probably, when we meet? 2012 ish, somewhere in there. Hager came and attended a seminar, just, just a pain customer in one of our seminars. Learning. He, he had just gone through the – people that are familiar with him, he had gone through a massive weight loss and was in good shape but wasn't strong and was looking to get strong. So I was really strong just you by You were the way. not really strong. <laughs> <laughs> so Unnaturally strong. Right? So for, for your listeners that don't know starting strength and Mark Ripito, Mark Ripito is, is pretty much in the fitness industry known as the m- maybe the greatest strength coach of all time and certainly the most well-known strength coach alive today. Uh, he wrote a book called Starting Strength, which was really a, a massive, kind of seminal, uh, context on on uh barbell training. And so, uh, Jaeger takes my takes my my seminar, and and he's great. He's great at the seminar. He comes in and says, "Hey, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing," which is great. I, you know, it's a blank slate. Comes in and says, "Hey, you to know, teach me." And I have him on the platform for the power clean, which which is a tough one. Jaeger riff. willing to learn something he's dude. willing to learn he's he, a good dude he told Damn. me he
2: told me i was physically retarded <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag allegedly, <laughs> allegedly <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh
5: so so for people in the fitness industry mark Ripto is extremely well known and so jaeger comes up to me and he says uh after I've, i get down on the platform with him he says hey do you shoot says, does shoot what <laughs> guns? And he said, Yeah, I Do said, I shoot up, what are you accusing yeah. me of, man? Come so on. So I said, Yeah, I mean, not I wasn't I wasn't raised around guns, I, I just bought my first gun. And he said, uh, he tells the story, he says, What what gun did you buy? And of course he's thinking in his head, like, Oh my god, what's he, yeah, what's he gonna say? What's he gonna <laughs> say? Right. And so I said, Well, I bought a Glock nineteen. He's like, Oh my god, great you know, great gun, that's a <laughs> great <laughs> starter gun. He's like, Why we right Oh, all man. Our buddies. I don't have to diss this guy. We're man. gonna and, be friends now. And then he says Well I just want to, I just want you to know that I'm the Mark Ripitov of, of shooting. I'm the mark crypto of firearms, <laughs> and I said, "What an arrogant piece of shit!" <laughs> and he handed me a business card that said "MF CEO." You know, we teach good people how to kill bad people. Your statement even I was more like, now, "Who right? is this guy?" So he says, uh, "He says, do you have a, a holster and a belt?" And I said, "No, nah, I'm you know, I keep it in one of those little four dollar bags from Bass Pro Shops in the side of my car." And I, I've got to send you. I'll send you a holster. I'll send you a holster. So, uh, you know, people promise this kind of stuff all the time with these seminars. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, I'm yeah, never going to hear from you again. I get home, uh, fly home from Atlanta, and I've got an email and it says, hey, this, you know, hey, this is James Jager. Thanks so much for, the class was awesome. I learned so much. You know, thank you for being cool and working with me and being patient. Uh, watch this video on holsters and, uh, and I'll send you, you pick whatever holster you want, I'll send you a holster. And so... I think who would make a video on holster? That sounds like an incredibly (laughs) boring (laughs) thing. And so I pull it up and there's like four hundred thousand views on this video on I'm like, God damn, this guy is the Mark (laughs) Cooker. Who is this guy? How could you make a video that boring? You your smartphone. I right know. There, and you know. have that many people watch a boring video. So, so we struck up a friendship and started working with him and, and coming down here. And so, uh, I took training from him. I've taken away the pistol and, and done a bunch of training with him on the firearm side, the fight side, medical stuff. And, and uh, he's done a bunch of my stuff he started to send heather his, his daughter to me and and we did she's done some of our seminars and, right. and so we started a friendship so i think this is the fifth maybe the fifth fight strong or fourth or fifth fight strong that we've done so we we started to put together this idea you know for me i realized several years ago that that for me to be harder to kill i, I really had the physical aspect of that filled i was strong i was in great shape um, but but you I do make a big target. But I make a big target, <laughs> and I didn't know what I needed to know about your world, and uh, and so I started to get training from Jaeger, and uh, but he realized the same thing, especially for his guys and for his audience, and so, um, you know, he preaches mindset first, and, and certainly you know and gear last, and uh, and that struck a chord with me, and so we started to say, look, there are a lot of people out there that spend a lot of money on gear, and, and even may spend a lot of time training this world Mm -hmm. um and then outside of that are are really sedentary kind of fat slobs and uh, and they're not hard to kill and that and they refuse to admit that this is the weak link in their chain and so so we started doing fight strong which is just a very basic class on how to get strong how to get in shape how to eat how to program um so that you can be harder to kill Right. And it's been very, it's been very successful. If,
2: if I could jump in there, basically, Absolutely. basically, when I went to the starting strength class, I was looking for Fight Strong and, I, and meaning that I was looking for like a user level, I was looking for like a user level, you know, class on how to do it. And Fight Strong is like a collegiate physics anatomy class. Starting, it, 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 starting oh yeah, strength. Starting Sorry. Is, sorry, yeah. sorry. Sorry. It was just too much. And, uh, so this class was, was, was for the, is, you know, we came up with it for the caveman. Right. And, um, and, you know, I tell people about about shooting, like shooting is simple. It's not easy. Well, the same thing it could be said about strength. It's not Absolutely. it's not it's it's not, it's simple getting strong. Yep. It's just
0: not easy. Yeah. Yep. And and doing it right. Sure. You know, that's the thing that I discovered, you know, the first day here is that for you know, the past 35 years, I've been doing it wrong.
5: Sure.
2: Yeah. So, and, and a minute ago, uh, I was further away from the microphone. And they moved the microphone closer to me, <laughs> and I do that on my YouTube videos to make people mad. I, I have the sound variances on there, so they have to turn it up. And I you you a do microphone. Every... I just do it. I just really do well, it. Well, our leadheads are used to to me jacking <laughs> up the audio anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> can,
0: I, can I interrupt real quick? Absolutely. What oh, do you, right. Mookie brings. So, gifts.
3: so check this out. Uh, technical response uh, attracts a lot of very interesting people today in our class. We had a an optometrist, a pharmacist, a chemical engineer, but I just found a motherfucker who works for Carl's that uh, chocolate company,
0: Russell Stover, uh, Russell,
3: Russell Stover? fucking Stover, man. He's God here? bless you. Yeah, yeah. I-, I was walking around while you guys were talking. I said, "Hey, does anyone have any M and M's? I'm fiending." He goes, "I work for a Russell fucking Stover." <laughs> he went to his car, but I got like nine hundred chocolates in front of me. <laughs>
0: Tell us about your Russell Stover. <laughs> He's like the devil, <laughs> man. Your Russell He's like, fucking Stover. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: Russell Stover is a uh, American-owned company. All of our chocolates make it in the United
0: States. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which just works perfect with our workout, right? <laughs> Holy yeah, crap. Yeah. We, we uh, burned calories today, so we earned it. We didn't get into the nutrition part yet, so this doesn't
3: no, count.
5: Tomorrow.
0: Uh,
3: with Valentine's coming up, we are 68% of the box heart chocolate in America. Okay, <laughs> enough
0: about Russell Stover. Okay, okay. <laughs> what, what's your name? Uh, Scott Bentley. Scott, and you're here for the uh, fighting rifle the fighting rifle class, yes. yeah, which that's not what we're talking about today, but we will talk but, about that
3: soon. Roger
0: that. So how you, how you like the fighting rifle real quick? It is awesome. Yeah? Yeah. Learn cool. a lot.
3: One, one thing you learned you. today. I'm sorry, sir? One thing you learned today. One thing I learned today is when you're uh, coming up on target and your uh, finger is off the trigger, touch, then squeeze, instead of just trying to pull that thing straight back, because mm-hmm. you, so you got the word go. You know, you don't necessarily shoot at that word. Yep. Get everything If you can see his head shaking right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh he's into it, man. Oh, he man. learned it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I learn learned it. this today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it just makes Facebook me a live better. live, can see it. it to me, <laughs> all this stuff makes me a better person, makes me a better father, a uh, better provider for my family. <laughs> right on, man. So, uh, right on. That's to, why to, I love this place. Thank place you for the like chocolate. Oh, no problem, man. I it's came here for Fighting Pistol in October and told people that. They're like, why don't you... I was like, I didn't think a bunch of dudes wanted chocolate. Hey, Apparently. <laughs> you know, Chocolate's it. always a hit, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this one well, Cool man. beans. Are thank you so good. much. Uh, thank you, man. All, All right, right brother. Hey,
5: you're awesome. Thank you. All right, so one, huh? let's mm-hmm.
0: get back to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fight Strong.
5: Let, let's do. Who, does, so, who has less candy in their mouth right now? I, I don't know. So, um, Mookie has less I, candy. I have less, so I'll talk.
0: So that snippet was from episode 183, Fight Strong, Live Strong, Matt Reynolds. If you guys want to go check out that full episode. It was um, January of 2017. This clip that we've got coming up was a train wreck, but yet it was a glorious train wreck. We had uh, James and Sonny Pazikas on at the same time. Uh, This was back in September of 2014, episode 86. It was our first attempt at a live uh, podcast. And uh, (laughs) as you can see, we... Haven't done many after that, live ones, uh, but it was, it was fun. We had a good time with it. I know you guys will enjoy it. Uh, check out this clip. Episode
1: 86, and this is a little experiment we're doing. If you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, you're getting the edited version. Everybody on YouTube and everywhere else, they actually get the live, our first live version of Talking Lead. Left hand was on the old one when we were trying to figure out how to do this. And now he's taking his sweet time getting back. But we do have other guests. We
2: have- <laughs> you consider him to be a guest? You consider Left to be a guest? No, no, he's another
1: host. I, I can't do. I can't take that away from. Him. <laughs> there he is. Hey, Left Hand, we've already announced the the intro. So, All right, is your mic even on? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. So I was about to introduce James and Sonny. We've got James Yeager. How's it going, man? What's up? And Sonny, if I slaughter your last name, just shoot me. Is it Pazikas?
2: I will. Pasekas now. Just Pussy. Like Put Eka Sonny in. Pussy
1: cuss. Yeah. Pussy and cuss. Okay, that's right. Sweet. How you doing? I'm doing well, you awesome. And what y'all do with guns this week? I don't think James ever does anything with guns, does he? I
2: don't know. This is the first time I've done a Google hangout and I had pants on on. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> now that makes it
1: uncomfortable that you do have pants on. <laughs> That's
0: <a good> <laughs> oh, do I need to go put mine on now? Oh,
1: great. Please don't stand up and have a Ranger panties on again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, no, uh, what what we did this uh this last weekend was uh the uh, the first uh Cold War hot range class Sonny and I uh co instructed. Uh, we did that here in Kimden, Tennessee this last weekend.
0: And left oh, hand shit. got to go to that one. I had the the privilege of attending the first day. I sure did. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. no no no. He did not attend, he watched. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not
0: participate. Like
2: he was, what would you like to believe that maybe he shot a gun that day, uh, but he he was a voyeur.
1: Ah, uh, he I was, shot the camera. He's one of those peeping toms.
0: Nice. Yeah. What'd you think, man? Did you like it, Marty? Left hand. Yeah, the I really like the uh, the classroom, the history part of it that uh, that both the guys got into with the history of the AK and the history of the AR. Very interesting. Uh, just for that alone, it's worth the class. My God!
1: Now I saw on some things where it said AK versus AR. Who was was it like that, or was it? I mean, was, uh, but yes,
2: and, and, and AR is one. I really? <laughs> yeah. There, there, there were zero <laughs> AR malfunctions, zero AR malfunctions, and there were several AK malfunctions.
0: Uh oh, Sonny, really? what happened?
2: Shitty operator, <laughs> American. It's the American operator, not the Russian gun.
0: Exactly, so it was exactly. an id error, huh?
2: Actually, we saw something
0: interesting.
6: James said that it was first time for him seeing it. Uh, one operator, and I use it use the term uh, loosely. Uh, <laughs> kind of engaged, kind of disengaged. Uh, safety was somewhere in the middle, and. Uh, when both cycles, yeah. interesting malfunction on the AK, which was obviously operator induced
2: error, but uh, yeah, it happens. It happens.
0: But it was quickly recoverable, right? He's still mad
2: about it. You can tell he's still mad about it. It'll Me be... mad? I don't get mad.
0: <laughs> 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 a little bitter, a little bitter, but you guys had a great turnout for that, uh, that class. Yep. What are you, got yeah. plans of doing it again?
2: We, we have talked about it. Uh, we haven't set any dates or anything, but we have, um, we've we we've, we've, we've talked about it, and I assume that uh, we will be doing uh, some more. I don't know how often or how many, but I assume that it will continue.
0: Yes. So, so give us a quick overview of, of the class, what all you guys, uh, what it entails.
2: Well, just me showing everybody how awesome AR-15s are. That's pretty much it. And then we went home.
6: (laughs) Uh, Obviously, he didn't succeed in that. (laughs) Because, James, do you mind show?
2: What's that weapon behind you there? This this AR fifteen, or this this other AR fifteen? Did Did you rig your office before this show? I, I would get up and get some more, but. Oh, but I, but,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> no, but you guys, you guys got into, you know, the history of the AKs, the history of the ARs. Uh, you got into mechanical, um, philosophical. I mean, it, you covered the whole gamut from for both both platforms.
2: Right, exactly. You know, that's you know, from from Kalashnikov stealing all of his design input from Americans and Germans all the way up to through the perfection of the battle rock fighting rifle, the AR-15, was was Eugene Stoner all the way through that history. <laughs>
0: uh, I remember, Sonny Sunny, one of the biggest arguments that you guys were getting into were the ergonomics of the two platforms. Yes. <laughs> right.
1: And how did that argument go? <laughs>
6: we can my point uh, my point is that uh I know I know James now is not gonna admit and uh you know deny it but uh <laughs> even James himself said that if he had to choose
2: he would carry a k
3: well
2: see <laughs> yes yes an AK that shoots a superior American round. <laughs> 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 Oh man! Oh uh, yes. Well, yes, yes. we're gonna get a little I, I'm more. Like, I'm like carrot top over here. I'll I'll get out whatever I need to get. Out of here.
1: <laughs> the prop master. You're, you're gonna pull your trunk out here in a second.
2: <laughs> he's just suddenly just so full of hate, that communist hate <laughs> of America. <laughs> Me hate. What the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> I, you, you listen
6: to how mad he is. I'm, I'm sitting here buffing up some, on some vapors and chilling, all right?
0: <laughs> that was so In a awesome. contact, huh? With that, with,
1: with that Russian accent. puffing <laughs> on some vapors and chilling. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Sonny, can, can we talk about your background a little bit, or is it just totally super secret squirrel, or...?
6: Yeah, like totally super super secret squirrel. Uh, I am straight. Okay. I am, le- All right. I, am le- I am legal.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> straight and legal. That's good. I that he
6: felt the need to say that. <laughs> I, did not, I did not vote for Obama, and I did not sign up for Obamacare. Uh, let's see what's besides
0: that. Uh, I don't think any of us did any of that here. That's good. That's good. Uh,
1: you claim to be in Call of Duty, Black Ops.
6: <laughs> yeah, I claim that. Uh, what hey, you, else?
0: Got, you got like a leather. little uh, a little history with T V. You've been on the the Deadless Warrior?
2: Yeah I've been no, on the No that was the deafest warrior. <laughs>
1: the deafest.
2: Show. He, doesn't, he doesn't wear hearing protection on the range. I don't know how he can hear anything. Does
0: he not? Thus the no answer. <laughs> I thought he, I thought he stuck the empty <laughs> casings in his ear.
6: Oh pussies wear hearing protection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you were on one of the uh, the episodes or two of the episodes of Deadliest Warrior where they put the uh, Spetnaz against the wasn't it the Green Beret? Yes. Who was I flipped them off? How'd that yeah, turn out? I,
6: supposedly I flipped them off, but at the end of the day they got their asses kicked anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Including the AR <AR-15>, fifteen James. <laughs>
0: But it's see, how, how, see how angry he is? See, this is a reality TV show, right? It's reality, man. It, it, it is reality. <laughs> you, know it's, you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess, uh, but speaking of uh, fucking TV shows and movies, Jaeger's got a little uh, claim to fame coming up here, right?
2: Yeah, so does Sunny.
0: Is see? he in that movie, too?
2: Yeah, he, he was—he's in it, and he was the technical advisor.
0: Oh hell, I didn't know you were both in it. Sweet, tell us about that. Well, uh, Sonny is a zombie,
2: and I shoot him in his face. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's, that's bullshit story,
2: but anyways,
0: Bam. You,
2: <laughs> you will see it when it
6: comes out. Hey, at least I designed—you know—Jaeger's death was pretty spectacular, so you have to give me some fucking credit there.
0: <laughs> you know, of glory. Uh,
2: yeah, he went to the blaze of glory. Yeah, I, was, I was promised a Glocken, an AK, and a glorious death. And I said, hell, I'm in.
0: Nice. Yeah, and he, he got all three of them. So what's the name of the movie, and when can we expect it out?
2: Name of the movie is
6: Daylight Sand. It's directed by a uh, good friend of mine, William Kaufman. Uh, as far as the dates, you know, it's it's, it's a rough estimate for now. We're probably going to do it. A bit. Uh, Did so, I,
2: when's it going to release, Sonny?
6: uh we're planning uh it's preliminary it's not confirmed yet january 2015
0: nice so first first of next year yeah Yeah,
2: spring 2015
0: yeah i was seeing Uh, seeing
1: some of the posts on facebook it looked pretty cool there was a there was a big old guy that was on your team right james (laughs) there's a couple of them (laughs) some monsters on those pictures
2: yeah, uh, and, and he got mad because I didn't say his name uh, on my YouTube video. So if he's watching, yeah, yeah, Lobo. I yeah, I know, Lobo. If you're watching, stop fucking crying. Imagine... <laughs> yeah,
6: well, it's
2: unbecoming of a biker to to sit and
4: that's
6: pout right. like that, especially one percent or shit. You know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man.
2: Also, I want to say hi to Lobo's wife too. She's beautiful. <laughs> What I got a
0: feeling. I don't
3: know what he was about. I I heard assets. (laughs) That was a
1: perfect internet cutout. (laughs) With her assets. Assets. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Cannot get any better than that.
0: (laughs) No, it's a true story, man. It's a true story. So. Let let's uh let's switch gears and let's go to Sonny and let's talk to Sonny about how you originally got into firearms, Sonny. Uh they made him <laughs> He was they, assigned.
6: They 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 forced me. Yeah they 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 gave me a fucking AK and said you shall love it and you shall shoot it.
0: <laughs> that's, uh, that's easy
6: enough. <laughs> <laughs> no uh I got interested uh Somewhere in my early teenage years, probably around 13, 14, uh, in Soviet Union we had an organization called TOSAF, which is the volunteer organization to support army, navy, and air force. <laughs> go, <laughs> go biology classes and find out how, fuck, how fucking flowers multiply. <laughs> <What>?
0: <laughs> or, Russian internet is awesome. Are you on dial-up? Who, me? You, yeah. you went from
1: supporting Air Force biology glasses to see what the fuck flowers look like. How they multiply. How they multiply, that's what it was.
6: How they multiply, exactly.
1: Yeah.
6: So, anyway, uh... We would go about once a week or so to a shooting range and a military base, get involved with weapons. That's when my interest started, and then of course through military. And um, then immigrating after immigrating to this great country, you can't help it but go and shoot fucking guns, right?
0: Yeah. That's what you do here, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The
1: smart ones do. <clears throat>
6: yeah, and then you, and then you meet fucking. Forget about it. <laughs>
0: been forgotten <laughs> okay great story hey, ask, ask me that same question <laughs> james how did you really get involved with firearms
2: i watched red dawn and knew that i was gonna have to kill russians one day so I really
6: <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's still working with his fucking dream it's a wet dream but
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> so sonny when are you going to work on a uh a Russian version of Red Dawn. Uh,
6: it doesn't need to be worked. Your fucking president and Congress are already working on it without any help from Russia. <laughs> his, version, his,
2: version, his version of Red Dawn is what he's doing. He's just immigrating over here, getting a green card, and <laughs> eating at McDonald's. That's his version. <laughs> hey, 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 check this out. How many? I never thought I would say this being a child of the Cold War but but I actually think Putin is a better president than Obama and how crazy is that a Russian president is better than an American president he's and, more freedom loving he is more freedom loving than our president
1: and he is a pet bear <laughs> you know,
2: besides that
6: he actually does the job that he was elected to do which is working for, for his people not to be
0: loved by everyone else right. and he's got a hot mistress
2: that going?
0: <laughs> With some assets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> Wanna go next, Zeke? What's that? I said, where do you want to take this show next?
1: I don't know. My brain's wandering into this is going to be a bitch to edit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's already anything, man. Go raw. Fuck it, we're <laughs> live, man.
6: I thought you guys had freedom of speech, First Amendment, and all this shit.
0: I oh, we do. I'm just
6: like-
1: talking about the internet cutouts.
2: <laughs> oh, good luck with that. Nah, nah, it, it adds to its. It adds to its charm. It's quaint.
0: There you yeah, go. You can you can edit in. And Sonny said here, hey, I, I could <laughs> on, on the insert Ike's- your statement. <laughs> And, and the
6: my, iTunes. My, 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 my most famous, uh, you know, image from the Deadliest Warrior. <laughs> nice. There
1: you go. <laughs> the title of this episode no, is going to be Episode 86, The Death of Talking Lead. <laughs> <laughs> or The Resurrection. This
0: could be huge. <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody watching right now? No. 24 <laughs> viewers.
2: <laughs> we have, have 24 pe- four of- people watching. There's only, there's only three people watching, and the problem is there's four of us on the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Train wreck in action. That was a great show. really enjoyed doing that. It was so fun. So there's a lot more to that interview. Go back to episode 86. Check that one out. Uh, I think the title is Warning. We didn't even edit this. So this, this next and final clip is uh, from a class that we held a couple of years ago at Royal Range here in Nashville, AK Concepts. And uh, several of you listeners attended that class. We had Brian Keeney there. Uh, Jared Seagraves was the instructor for the firearms portion of it. And then Brian was there doing some uh, technical, uh, mechanical uh, maintenance courses. Uh, in addition to that, it was a really good course, really fun course, great turnout. Probably need to do it again. But it was a three-day course, and James was there uh, the whole time with us. So even though he wasn't like directly involved with this, he was there showing his support. And uh, we recorded the show while we were there, and this is part of the the interview that we did with James while while we were there. Uh, this was uh, February of 2021. And it's the episode 385 AK Concepts to Reality Part 1. So if you want to go check out that full episode. All right, AK Heads, we're back. Uh, we're at day two still of the uh, talking about AK Concepts here at Royal Range USA. And it's been a, uh, a packed couple of days. Very busy, a lot of learning, a lot of education going on here. And uh, Brian Keeney, my consummate co-host here on the AK Corners, joining me.
4: Super happy to be back.
0: Yeah, man. Great to be here. Glad you guys could make the trip from Idaho with all this snow we've had here. Was, y- it I was, was dicey.
4: It was dicey. Yeah. But you Southerners seem to know how to handle it. It's working. I don't know if all the Southerners can handle it. But, <laughs> but this young man did. He was able to
0: to, to get here and, and greet us and meet us. As none other than our good buddy James Jagger.
2: While well, the Yankees were making Camden. fun of me for putting chains on my truck. Because <laughs> when I hit like six inches of snow, I'm like, I do ever get to use these things, man.
0: <laughs> all right. Any opportunity, you know, you've got to throw those chains on there. You know, that's I didn't know those were still legal.
2: Oh, uh, legal? Uh, I say legal shmeagle. That's There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't follow any laws in which I was not personally consulted before their enactment. <laughs>
4: let, them, let them try and catch me without their chains, right? <laughs> yeah, learning how to put on chains when you need them is the wrong time to learn how to put on chains. So uh, yeah, if if you guys out there have bought those chains but haven't tried them out yet, yeah, good time. Dry runs on on a sunny day are really nice for figuring that out.
2: Well, I'm starting a group for a snow chain uh, carry in all fifty states. <laughs> snow <laughs> chain so carry. If anybody wants to join that, uh, they can follow the link. I
0: think you get a good following for that. Definitely. I don't think I've ever personally used the, the chains. Do they use them a lot in Idaho?
4: No, no. Like, but people up where I am have two sets of tires and two sets of rims. Stand hey, no tires. Yeah, you know, um, plug for Blizzak tires, and they Blizzac. they are studless. It is a foam rubber, and um, the siping the the cuts are really deep, and there's grit mixed in with the rubber, and what the It's almost like a sponge, and the sponge pushes the water. You know, when you're going over ice, you're actually melting the top molecules of water and making them liquid. And when you slide on ice, you're typically actually hydroplaning. Mm -hmm. And these tires have these pores in them that move the water out of the way and get the grit down onto the ice, and they are magic. And uh, so there's a bunch of studless options out there that are very high performance and uh, work really well so uh, i
0: take it you're using these tires now
4: oh yeah and in my wife's car she has a a crv Mm -hmm. i cannot get it to skid out under 25 miles an hour like rallying in the thing i can't get it to cut loose and uh it's they're amazing technology so uh that's been a new thing Uh, i grew up in rhode island with tons of ice and i my dad was like yep standard rubber cracked tire you know cracked rubber tires are great for you son learn how to drive and uh <laughs> i uh, my old business partner is a good friend of mine still uh uh comes from alaska and he clued me into the good stuff and it is the Blizzaks are where it's now at. Are those kind of pricey they're not cheap but uh before i got them my first winter in idaho i was being cheap and i was driving my wife to and kids to the airport I went under an overpass at 65 on what I thought was a dry road. Patch of ice under there. I sw- I was going 60, 65 in the wrong lane of oncoming traffic, and I'll tell you, when your whole life is about your children, um, it seems really friggin' stupid to save money on tires.
2: Yeah. Well, I know this podcast isn't talking snow tires, but <laughs> one, one last thing. In, in the South, a lot of guys kind of lose lose sight of it, but snow chains work great in the mud. Like, if you have a farm or something like that and it's raining, s- snow chains work fantastic in the mud.
4: That's a good tip. Really good. That's a fantastic point. Yep. You yep. know what else works really good in the mud?
0: An AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a Segway right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> what yeah, that's, that's called. That's, that's what you call <laughs> a Segway. Reel it in, baby. <laughs> Reel it in. <laughs> the, guy,
2: the guy that invented the Segway died on one.
0: The he, little two-wheel things. Yeah,
2: Yeah. he rode off a cliff. He had one of the outdoor ones. Is Segway, that for real? Segwayed into heaven,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it is for real, I'm not even joking. No, that's too. But good your to description be true. was pretty good there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was
0: good. <laughs> so we're at Royal Range USA, and uh, we're running the AK Concepts course here with uh, 212 Training Group. They're out on the range right now, which we're gonna we're gonna join them here in just a little bit. Uh, but James has been joining us all all weekend. We appreciate you being here. Uh, in just kind of a fly on a wall perspective um, what have you noticed and seen uh, going on here
2: um, so the it's what's great like people ask me all the time how do I stay enthusiastic as a as a trainer and I tell them I don't have to be because when students show up they are like they bring that enthusiasm with them and so every time I come to a class these guys are all enthusiastic positive attitudes ready to learn stuff and so it just makes it easy for guys teaching to, to instill these lessons with them and uh, so this is no different than any other class but it's it's good because they got Brian here uh, and uh, Jared and the crew out there on the range and they get a, a taste of both of these aspects of the gun so it's really kind of a, an eclectic kind of mix of stuff but uh, everybody's getting good information here
0: yeah there's several uh, tactical response alums taking this, this yeah, course, course too yeah, yeah.
2: Well, Brian's in the, in the you know, we're, we're kind of mobbed up at Tactical Response. Right. And, you know, Brian's a made man, so.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it is, it is uh, uh, no understatement that without Tactical Response, there would be no Occam Defense, not even hardly. And so uh, James uh, especially, but also my fellow students there have been big supporters, both financially and socially, emotionally, however you want to put it, in terms of that um, fraternity of of alums. Um, It's been really great. And a a lot of the alumnus or alumni are are customers of mine. And uh, a lot of people, um, a lot of my customers who I haven't met before also showed up to this class. Mm -hmm. And so it's been great to put um, faces to guns. And because. We write a love note to every customer there, you know, as they're going out the door, like, you know, hey, Randy, thanks so much for for buying one of our guns, that kind of thing. And so that's not what mine said. (laughs) 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 Um, And uh, yeah, like uh, so we know every gun that goes out our shop has somebody's name attached to it as it's moving through. And so it's been really cool to put. um, Yeah. put put faces to guns.
0: And, and we mentioned this earlier, but it's like eighty percent of the class are running the ODS seventeen seventy five. So I thought that was kind of cool too. I wasn't expecting that that many uh, of your customers to be in the in the course. So it's awesome. Well, the the and last listeners too. Yeah.
4: The last thing that I want to be building are safe queens, and I've I've thought of baptizing every one of them in gravel before they go out the door. And I haven't just as a protection against safe queen. Uh, behavior yeah. and i want my guns to it's be like run. getting a new pair of shoes you scuff them
0: up a little, a little bit little.
4: like that and so it's great to see our guns getting shot um you know we this is a an important mission for us to arm uh responsible americans with with the best fighting gun we know how to make and uh just to watch people doing the right thing and getting training along with that gun is awesome so tremendously um inspiring to be here and see that
0: so James has got a a 1775 yep what go
2: ahead well well, I mean just like uh, zooming out like uh, I've been teaching since 1996 and if if it was before 2002 and you showed up at a training class the AK was not the AK it was the commie gun you brought a commie gun to class and uh, you know back then it was It was kind of a wild world as far as AKs you might have. There might be a, you know, a a Polytech or some, you know, know, whatever. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. But um, in 2002, Time Magazine had the first picture of a bearded, tattooed, former Special Forces turned civilian contractor on the cover. And the world changed almost overnight. It became in vogue to have an AK. I mean, it changed it was the, all
0: uh, the new hotness then.
2: Yeah, and uh, so if you think back to then, the only accessory really available for an AK then was an Ultimac rail. Mm-hmm. That was it. There really, there really was nothing was for it. an AK. You couldn't, unless you got a Com chest rig. There was no real gear. <laughs> there really wasn't. Yeah, you know, and uh, and so you know, we fast forward to now, and you know, it's like a AR. There's all kinds of stuff for them. Uh, but it's been a, a very unique route. But along the way, I've seen all kinds of AKs, and um, like uh, we use Century Arms AKs for our, our rental guns, and just run the shit out of those guns. They work fine. Yeah, uh, they're, they're great. The uh, but it's a it's it's a it's a working man's gun. Like it's just a, a no frills, get the job done gun. Brian's are more along the lines of a. I'm gonna say like a, they're not fragile, but like a Ferrari, a Gucci. A, attention to detail, um, precision.
0: Precision, yeah.
2: That that uh, that you won't find. You can't mass produce. You couldn't mass produce that gun, and so um, so for folks looking for that 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 type of precision, uh, the type of precision that has never existed in an AK in the history of that gun. Well, they they have to buy an Occam because it has no peer
0: yep absolutely, and that's what I like about what Brian is the innovation that you're bringing to to the a k you know rifle you know you're bringing the innovation you're bringing you like i said earlier you're bringing it to the twenty first century you know and and that's adding to the popularity i think to it uh, as well and the demand you know we've seen the demand for the a k over the past five years just you know skyrocket and they're damn near impossible to get right now just because of you know all the importation bullshit and you know the getting the parts and and whatnot so
4: yeah the yeah. the social phenomenon of covid um but which i mean not just the virus but the reaction to it and the social interactions has really um put the the industry on its head a bit and so um you know, the, the lack of availability availability is not from anybody trying to squeeze supply or anything. It's, you know, every company I know, including Century, is working as hard as they can to get through this. And um, so, yeah, people are people I are working incredibly is, hard in the industry yeah. to get this going, and it's just and really tough COVID right now.
0: And indes- I think the whole COVID um, fiasco is going to, you know, lead to more American innovation into where we're making – more and more the the AK parts to where we're not going to be reliant on the you know, importation any longer. If
2: I had to forecast Brian's future, he doesn't want this future, but he will be that guy that, that, that brings to market this piece and that piece and this piece of an AK that before was not available inside the U.S. He doesn't want to be that guy, but unfortunately, he's at it's, bat.
0: You know, <laughs> necessity dictates, you know, and, and we've yeah. seen – we've seen you come out you know you started off with the rear sight towers you know you started making those you came out with the merc handguards and you just like let me just do my whole rifle now you're doing you know the butt stocks because you know it's like uh this doesn't really fit that my yeah, profile he's, for my he's,
4: rifles he's, so. but he's
2: been dragged into each one of those positions but he's doing it you know that, and that's what that's, i like about it you know that, that's
0: exactly and right necessity, <laughs> the american necessity you know we We'll, we'll start innovating and creating and making our own own parts. I, I,
2: I tried we'll- to kick him off the high dive, and he wasn't <laughs> having it. <laughs> yep.
4: No, James was saying for years, if you want people to adopt your parts, you got to put them on a gun for them. And uh, I didn't want to believe him, and he was 100% right. Um, and, no, it, it's been a lot of – like the whole reason we went to 1913 Ritronians is because you couldn't get stocks because there was no plastic – you know, the way that U.S. injection – molding works is that they buy plastic pellets from China and even if it's made in the US that material generally comes from China and uh, people couldn't get it and so you couldn't get a stock for an AK and so I said screw it you know I've wanted to do the 1913 rear trunnion for a while and I was just gonna be doing them as an option and then there was no option and so I got to do a trunnion and a stock at the same time you know, it was something. It was a good innovation. I just didn't want to have to do it right then because yeah. all this innovation costs serious money that takes a while to pay back, and so you know, I try to do, I try to say no as much as I can and get real. Just do what we already do as well as we can. But yeah, nature is dictating that we just keep moving forward.
0: Are you doing a competition right now? Where we will be in the next few minutes. Okay. Uh, if I'm not out there, would you video it?
4: Yeah. Okay, thanks.
0: That meant no. yeah, it's like, yeah whatever, motherfucker. Get your <laughs> ass out
4: here. <laughs> the head instructor doesn't have enough I'll try. to
2: do. Okay. I'll try. Hey, put your banana clips back in <laughs> there. There's supposed
5: to be another one of these.
0: So, James, talk about your, your first exposure to the AK-47.
2: I, I couldn't put my finger on the like the first... The, uh, the first time I touched one, but it, it was in the early 1990s. I mean, I can't remember not shooting one in the early 90s. I mean, yeah. back then, you know, it was when you could buy an SKS for 50, $59 and things like that. So um, that that is what made all the 762 by 39 flow into the country was the h- how inexpensive the SKSs were. And then all the, the you know, like the first SKS I bought, Bought the SKS a thirty round mag and a fourteen hundred and forty round case of Chinese steel core ammo out the door for for two hundred bucks. Damn! And I thought the guy was ripping me off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, I'm paying
1: too much for this. Yeah,
2: uh, but um, I really can't remember like the first one that was in a class. It's just they've kind of always been around. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like, just you know here and there. But that that kind of that bookmark in two thousand two, like. Before that, we might we I don't think we ever had two AKs in a class at the same time. Then we went from 2002 to say 2012. There were times when just by chance, it was completely AKs in the class, especially when 5.45 was cheap Mm -hmm. and available. So, so you know, there it's ebbed and flowed, but it has found a it's found a. Homeostasis. Now it's it's they're pretty even, but there are yeah. still times we have classes that are all ARs or all AKs. You know, just, just by happenstance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because, because you don't dictate no, in your I'm classes. Okay. Just like, yeah, people like when when AKs after two thousand two, all these guys would start started having AK classes, and people asked me like, "Hey, when are you going to start doing AK classes?" I go, "I've been doing them for ten years. <laughs> it's called fighting rifle."
0: Yeah,
2: you know, it's I don't, I don't do fighting Glock.
4: You know, you bring whatever gun you Body got pistol. to the yeah. You
2: bring your gun to the class. I will teach you how to shoot. Uh, so, uh, I mean, back in the day, it was a lot of MP5s and FALs. You know, if it wasn't AR15, mm-hmm. and uh, so, um, but uh, I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. But anyway, so well, your
0: first your first exposure to the AK,
2: yeah. And um, so, yeah, like I said, it, it, it just kind of that bookmark of 2002 kind of changed the whole world as far as AKs. It went from being the bad guy's gun and no really accessories available to now it's not not only is it a good guy gun, it's the cool guy gun.
0: The cool guy, yeah. yeah. You think we're going to see it in John Wick? You we'll see John Wick run it in the next John Wick movie? I know
2: it's in the next John Wick. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if anybody and, knew that? And, and, and I ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know a friend of mine, Rock Galati, is the one that's doing the guns. You know, he's yeah, I know Rock. Yeah. so he's the one that's doing it. So nice. Yeah. Nice. So it, I, I'll just tell you, for all of us guys that like those movies, and I do, um, you, you'll, you'll you'll dig it. Sweet. And. and uh, and I am not one of those guys that watches a movie and goes, oh, that that magazine doesn't hold 32 rounds. Like, I'm paying my money to not be in reality Yeah. for a while. That just
0: adds to the not being in reality, right? Yeah, All just the, get, the cra- get,
2: get crazy, you know. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: I love it, um. All right, leadheads. heads, there you go. I hope you enjoyed uh, that little tribute that I put together for James Yeager. Just went through and gathered some of my favorite clips of him being on the podcast, uh, and like I said, you guys can go. You want to hear hear all the the full episodes of each one of those? I gave you the episode number, the date, so you can go back and find those. Uh, but I think it really showed, you know, his character on these episodes. Just. Just a really fun-loving, you know, he loved life, he loved people, he loved helping people. He was always giving, and, uh, you know, that showed in his classes as well. So if you ever took a course there at Tactical Response with James, then, you know, you, you really knew what kind of guy he was. You really got to experience the awesome dude that he was. And he's going to be sorely missed, but he will live on through his thousands of students that he has taught over the years And then, of course, his YouTube videos are still out there. You guys can go to the Tactical Response YouTube channel and through our podcast and the many other shows that James has been on. A great teacher, a great father, great husband, grandfather, and an even better friend, James Yeager. So, Leadheads, that does it for another episode of the Tying Lead Podcast. Appreciate all the support that you Leadheads have given us throughout the years. Make sure you go and support our sponsors, Mission First Tactical, SEAL 1, Kel-Tec Weapons. They're going to reward you by giving you a discount when you go shop at their online stores. Use the code LEDhead at uh, Mission First Tactical, SEAL 1, and kel and you're going to get some awesome discounts from our sponsors there. 1776 United, if you're listening to this, they were running a 50% off discount code. I don't know if it's still going to be active when you hear this podcast or not, but it was FB50. 50. FB50, 50, you can go get our officially licensed Talking Lead Logo t-shirts, the Leadhead Brigade t-shirts, or any of their shirts. FB50, you get 50% off all their tees. If that code's not working, then you can use the standard Leadhead Discount code there at 1776 United. It's talking lead, and you get 20% off. Uh, but either way, you're gonna save some dough. But go show all our sponsors some love. We got the AK corner coming up on the the next episode. We're gonna be giving away that Century Arms BFT 47. We're gonna be judging your entries. Looking forward to that episode and uh, our sponsors for that Factory 47. You want some cool AK Corner swag, you go to Factory 47, use the code LEADHEAD, you get 10% off Factory 47. They've got hats, they've got T-shirts, hoodies, and those cool leadies. Uh And they've got all the, the AK Factory symbols that you can get T-shirts and hats and and all that stuff for, not just the, the Talking Lead AK Corner. So go show James some love over at Factory 47. And, uh, of course, Defiant Munitions. Use the code ALL CAPS LEADHEAD. You're going to get 10% off any of the ammo there at Defiant Munitions. And then, of course, Century Arms, the sponsors of the Togging Lead AK Corner. We pre- appreciate them making it possible for you, us to bring you season four of the Talking Lead AK Corner. And uh, we are more than halfway through this season. So uh, you guys go and show. Them love, IWI, Sentry Arms, Mission First Tactical. Show them love. Let them know how much you appreciate them making it possible for me to bring you these episodes each and every week and monthly with the AK Corner uh, so that they will continue to do so. So that's it. That's all I got, leadheads. Until the next episode, as always, keep your loved ones close and keep those firearms closer and train, 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 train.